Hey, what is good, guys? How we doing? So, did y'all enjoy this week? Oh my goodness. I just... <clears throat> I really enjoyed just this week. And uh, knowing that we still have at least one more game of football ahead of us. And it's nice being in the playoffs. That's, it's just, it's so good being in the playoffs, you know, just, just soak up every minute of the playoffs, you know, cause we're, we're not guaranteed anything beyond the game Sunday. And uh, obviously we hope we win. We hope that we keep going and we ride this as far as we can, but while we're here, just soak it up, bask in it, enjoy it as 49ers fans, you know, we've been, so I, I started watching football and fell in love with the 49ers when I started watching football in 2011. I didn't actually really watch football growing up. It just wasn't something that my family was into and just wasn't a big thing. So I started watching football in 2011 and for 10 plus years, the 49ers have just been an emotional roller coaster of, it seemed like every year we either, we were either like a bottom five team in the NFL or we were a Super Bowl contender. So it's been so emotionally hot and cold and up and down just for like 10 years. It's, you know, one year we're going to an NFC championship game and we're in a Super Bowl. And then the next year we're just like bottom of the division and just a terrible team. And we, we haven't had consistent playoff success. And I think that the fact that Shanahan and this team were able to pull together after a not very good start. Remember, we started 2-0, and and then we lost four in a row. And that was when I was like, you know, is this is this the end of the season? You know, is this going to be just another one of those pathetic, terrible seasons? But you know what? They turned it around. They finished the season. Um, I think they finished going 7-2 and in the final nine games, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean... After after our loss in Indianapolis, it was win, loss, win, 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 loss, win, win, loss, win, win. So, just great way to turn the season around. It feels great to be in the playoffs. And uh, other than that, I mean, this, this kind of also could, in theory, this might change the narrative on Shanahan. The fact that we're in the playoffs this year, this could change the narrative from Shanahan has only one playoff appearance in five seasons to change that narrative to Shanahan has made the playoffs two of the last three years and they had a Super Bowl appearance. And those are two very different narratives. And... uh yeah, it's just, it's an exciting, you know, it's, it's an exciting time. It feels good. And I just, I really hope that you enjoyed this week because we're not promised another week. And, uh, it was just last week we were treated to such 
such a memorable game. It was such a good game. And again, I'm I'm still just thinking about how much fun I had going there. If you weren't there, I'm sure at the very least when you were watching the TV, you realized how special this game was. Watching this team fall down by 17 points and then rally and make the adjustments and just say, no, we are not going down. Our season is on the line. And pulling it off and coming back and saying, we're going to the playoffs. Like, come hell or high water, we are going to the playoffs. And then doing it. And here we are. Here we are. It is super wild card weekend. I'm recording this Saturday morning. So we've got a couple games today. And then the Niners play uh, 4.30 Eastern, 1.30 Pacific time tomorrow. And uh, that's what we're here to talk about. But I just, I wanted to start off by saying that it's such a good feeling. And I really hope that this is the beginning of a new time where the 49ers are no longer a elite team or a terrible team, but they're now consistently in the playoffs because I think that we have so much talent on this team. I think that as much crap as sometimes we give Shanahan and Lynch for the job that they've done. And to be fair, they do deserve some criticism. Uh, Obviously not everything they've done has been good. And there's definitely, you know, some draft picks that we really didn't like, some ones that maybe we needed to be a little more patient on. But point being is, you know, they took a terrible team five years ago. They took over it. They rebuilt the roster. We went to a Super Bowl, didn't quite make it. Year after, terrible injuries. And now this year, we're back in the tournament and we're here. And I think that, I think that Shanahan has matured enough as a head coach that we can consistently be a playoff team. And I think that they've learned enough in their scouting and coaching development and player development that we're going to continue to bring in and develop elite level talent. Like, look what we did with Debo Samuel. Debo Samuel, second round pick. If we knew what Debo Samuel was going to do, he was going to he would have been a top 10 pick. He wouldn't have lasted till the second round where we picked him. And here he is. Congrats Debo on making first team all pro as a wide receiver. So, yeah. Anyways, it's uh it just feels good. It feels good to be in the playoffs and just kind of all that. So I just I just wanted to start out with that. Anyways, so let's talk about this Cowboys team. So I guess first off, I'm going to bring up the historic rivalry. Um, For me personally, it's not really a thing. Uh, The Cowboys rivalry, I mean, honestly, like I, I can see why it's still a thing for people who watched the 49ers uh, prior to 1995. Because in the 70s, 80s, and up into the mid-90s, 
that was the rivalry was 49ers Cowboys. But I mean, let's be honest for the last 25 years, the Cowboys have been bad. I think the Cowboys have had what one or two playoff wins in the last 25 years. Like the Cowboys have, have not been good to me. It hasn't been a rivalry. It's like, Oh yeah. I remember that used to be a rivalry back when it was, you know, Joe Montana, Steve Young, um, you know, Troy Aikman, like way, way, way back in the day where these people who were, you know, they, they retired 20 plus years ago. So to me, it's, I don't really have that same animosity towards the Cowboys. Um, I do think Cowboys fans are a little delusional in how excited they get about their team every year because again, like they haven't gone further than like the wild card round in 25 plus years. So the fact that every year they're like, this is our year. It's like, all right, cool. I mean, I know the Niners are up and down, but at least we've, you know, been to two Super Bowls and been to four NFC conference championships in the last 10 years. So, you know, we've had we've had significantly more postseason success than the Cowboys over the last 10 years. Now, this Cowboys team, um, I got to be honest, I haven't really watched any of the Cowboys games this year. Um, doing a little bit of research, they it's so odd because obviously they have a very good record. They are 12 and five. Uh, they won their division and they have a whole lot of talent. Uh, they have a really good quarterback. Dak Prescott's been playing very well. I think on the season, he has like 37 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, which is really good. Uh, they've got a couple really good receivers. C.D. Lamb, who I loved coming out of the draft, I wanted us to take him with pick number 14 uh, or 13 when we picked up Javon Kinlaw. I was all in on C.D. Lamb. Uh, they've got Amari Cooper, who obviously he is a really, really good receiver, just all-around elite-level receiver. Um, they have a good offensive line. Uh Unfortunately for them, they lost Gallup for this season, but that was another really good receiver that they had earlier on in the year. On defense, Trevon Diggs. I mean, 11 interceptions in the season. That's ridiculous. They lead the NFL in uh, defensive turnovers. Uh, I think they were number one in scoring on offense. They were top 10 scoring on defense. And just all around, like, this is a, a very, very good team with a explosive, high-powered offense, um, a good offense, a really good offensive coordinator in Kellen Moore. And, you know, like, they've, they've got the personnel. They've got good offensive and defensive coaching. Overall, really good team. Really, really good team. But... And there's a big, a big but here, a big caveat. So here is what I thought was really, really interesting. Um, and I just put on my notes, like, how good are the Cowboys? So on the season, Cowboys versus non 
playoff teams. So teams that did not go to the playoffs, Cowboys were 9-1. and one. Okay? 9-1 and one versus non-playoff teams. Now, how good were the Cowboys versus the NFC East, their own conference? 6-0. and oh, They were undefeated in the NFC East. Now, this here is... See, this here is what makes me a little bit suspicious as far as how good are they. Check this out. Cowboys versus playoff teams. Three and four. And two of those wins are over the Eagles, who are in their division, and are the seventh seed, which previous to this year would not have been a playoff team. In other words, if you take out the Eagles, they are... One and four versus teams that made the playoffs. Cowboys versus teams not in their conference, six and five. So they're about, you know, 500. So that makes me wonder, like, how good are these Cowboys? Because you look at some of the scores and... Again, this is an extremely explosive, high-powered offense... I mean, they hung 50 points twice, twice this year. They put 50 points up on Philadelphia at the last game of the season. Now, granted, Philly was playing pretty much all backups, so I don't know how much you can count that. I didn't even watch that game. Um, I, I kind of don't even want to count it because, like, what do you learn from playing all the backups? Uh, they also hung 50 on Washington. Again, division. Um, but that's not the only team they scored a lot of points on. I mean, they put 44 up on the Giants, 41 on the Eagles, 43 on the Falcons. So, I mean, they can score. They can score. Um, yeah, explosive, explosive offense. <laughs> So what's the identity of this team, this Cowboys team? Um, I kind of like to think of this team, they remind me a lot of the Packers and the Rams. And what I mean by that is basically you've got a high-powered passing offense with a good quarterback, a couple really good receivers, and then on defense, they're built to they're they're built to defend against the pass, meaning pass rushers and uh, defensive backs. However, they also, I believe, have the same weakness as the Rams and the Packers. And that is that you can run it on them. So they're, again, they were extremely good. Like, basically top one, top five, wherever you want to put it, they were near the top in the league on offense. In terms of pass rushing, they were near the top of the league. The only thing that they were not near the top of the league in on their defense was run defense. And I think their run defense was 
around 20th or 25th, somewhere in that range. So, I think that while this is an extremely good team, just like the Rams, just like the Packers, I think that we do have, we do match up very well with them because of the style of football that they want to play and that they're built to play versus the style of football that the Niners want to play. So, um, anyways, some good news is uh, Trent Williams and K1 Williams are both expected to be back. They're expected to be fully healthy. I haven't had a chance to check the, or I don't think that the official um, reports are out yet for today as far as the uh, questionable and ins and outs and all that kind of stuff. Uh, but Aziz, uh, Shannon, or Lynch said that he hopes that Aziz will be back for this game. And it sounds like Tart, he had a groin injury that he left last week, but it turns out the MRI was positive. So Jaquissi Tart should be good to go. And uh, Hafunga also left last game and it turned out it was just irritating the same knee. So we'll see. But either way, good news getting Trent Williams back. Good news getting Kawan Williams back. Good news that we should have Tart. So that is all positive. Now, as far as the matchups, so this is going to be a Shanahan kind of game. Now, in terms of our offense versus their defense, Shanahan is very familiar with Dan Quinn. As you know, Dan Quinn, he kind of runs the Seattle-style scheme. He was one of the guys who really developed the Legion of Boom. He was the head coach with the Falcons when Shanahan was the offensive coordinator there. So they go way back. They know each other very well. Uh, their defense, again, has been very good. It very much seems a... Dan Quinn style of defense. They are fast. They are aggressive. They run a lot of single high. They run less single high um, or they run less cover three uh, than you might expect. Uh, but they do run a lot of single high man. But again, pass rush, just fast, aggressive defense. And they rely on turnovers. So, what we are going to need is we're going to need Shanahan to be in his bag. And the good news is I think that he can do that. So the Cowboys, again, they run a lot of single high and they also run a lot of man. Now, the good news is that how do you defeat man? Well, typically it's based off of your matchups and then you can do things to also screw things up with timing. So um, let's see here. So things like motions, things like pick plays, you know, getting DBs to run into each other. And Shanahan is a genius at getting all that kind of stuff set up and scheming ways to get mismatches. So I think that's a positive thing is that you know, while they do have a very good defense, Shanahan is very familiar with the defense. And Shanahan, of all people, is a genius at setting up mismatches. So, players that we want to avoid, what we don't want to do, and honestly, like, 
it's kind of funny because obviously uh, Trevon Diggs, their corner, leads the NFL with 11 interceptions. He's It's been crazy, the fact that he's done that. However, how often does Jimmy Garoppolo throw deep outside the numbers? Like, it doesn't happen. So I'm not really too concerned about that. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo typically likes to throw quick and short and intermediate over the middle, which means that we are going to be picking on their linebackers and safeties. And that's good because I would say that's probably the weakness of their defense is their linebackers. Now, don't get me wrong. They have good linebackers, but they're not all that great in coverage And with the way Shanahan is able to use motions, get things going side to side, one guy goes this way, the other guy goes that way, the linebacker then freezes, he doesn't know what to do, then you do a play action, he comes down, you hit him over the top. So by using those motions, by using those play actions, I think Shanahan is going to be kind of, again, this is why I think this is a good matchup. and we're also not really going to be hopefully dropping back and passing a lot because again they have they have some very good pass rushers. Micah Parsons has been incredible as a rookie, uh, playing an off-ball linebacker and playing an edge rusher. Randy Gregory, Demarcus Lawrence, they're both having really good years rushing the passer, so they've got three really good edge rushers. Um, but the interior of their defensive line is not as good, so. Again, we need to use those motions, use those, create those mismatches, and then run the ball. Um, use their over-aggressiveness against them. And that's one thing that our run game is so good at. You run that outside zone, run that outside toss, and you get them over-reacting to that outside run, and then we cut back inside, and then you've got those big cutback lanes. So that's what I'm saying is that this is a very good Cowboys team, but I do think that we match up very well in terms of our offense versus their defense. We can out physical them. They are fast. We can out physical them. We can out scheme them. We can create mismatches with Kittle, with Debo, um, you know, like Ayuk. Um, Ayuk is better than their number two corner. And I don't know how they're going to plan on using Trevon Diggs, if they're going to like just keep him has on the outside like they normally do, or if they're going to have him trailing or whatever their plan is. But I, I do think that the way that our offense and their defensive is built, I do think that it's a good matchup. I think that we can win. And not only that, but I think that our team has the mental toughness and the mental fortitude to win this game. I, and again, I haven't really watched the Cowboys at all this season. I've known all season that they were a high scoring offense and that they were generating a lot of turnovers and don't get me wrong, like I could 100% see us losing this game. I could see us losing this game big time if we don't do it right. Um, especially if we don't play this game the way that we're designed to. The way that we win this game is we come out and we say we are going to dictate how this game goes. 
and we control how the game goes. If we come out and we get a stop on the first drive or we hold them to a field goal and then we drive down and just have a physical run the ball down your throat drive and we score and then they come out and then the next time we get the ball, we do the exact same thing where we drive down, eat up like eight minutes of clock and just run the ball straight through their faces and they can't stop it and just demoralize them and out physical them with the run game, minimize the possessions. I could see this being a good thing. I could see this being a game that we win. I could also see this game where if we get off to a slow start, this is not the team that you want to get off to a slow start against. If we get off to a slow start and they put up 20 points in the first half, that's not good. I I don't know if we'll be able to come back against this team the same way that we were able to come back against the Rams. Um, the fact that we did that against the Rams, again, that's what made that game so special. I, I just don't want to, I don't want to bet on that again. But I do think that we can win. So again, the way that we win this game is by dictating how this game is played. We need to play our style of game. Run the ball, out-physical them. 30-plus runs. I want 30-plus rushes in this game. We want quick passes over the middle. We want to use motions, create mismatches, use play action to screw with their linebackers when we do need to get those passes over the middle. Take control early, and we need to control the clock. We can't allow this team just to get, you know, as many possessions as possible and just throw throw deep all game because they will. Dak Prescott and these this receiving core, they can do it. But if we can control the clock, minimize their possessions, and not only that, but then so that's kind of on offense. In terms of our defense versus their offense, I got to say, I think I think the people have kind of been being a little disrespectful to our corners and our passing game. So I know that we've had a rotation at corner all season, but let's, let's not forget that we have had a top 10 passing defense in the NFL. I think we were ranked like 7th in pass defense. Ambry Thomas has been improving weekly. Uh, He's now starting over Josh Norman, which makes me feel happy. Emmanuel Mosley has played really, really good football this whole season when he has been in. So we've got two. Well, we've got one really good corner. We've got a rookie who seems to be playing well. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't really like the idea of... Amari Cooper on Ambry Thomas or C.D. Lamb on Ambry Thomas, but it's better than having them on Josh Norman. Uh, Quan Williams is back. Quan Williams is great. Uh, I do have a little bit concerns about him being able to keep up with uh, any vertical routes out of the slot, especially since I know they like to put C.D. Lamb in the slot. But again, you know, you you pass that off in zone. Uh, assuming that we're going to stick in zone. Um, I do hope that this is 
a game where we play more of the where we play less single high, meaning I do hope we play more cover two, cover four, cover six, and not so much cover three, cover one. Um, so if you're not familiar, cover two, two high safeties, cover four, you've got two safety, you basically two safeties and two corners that are all covering deep. You just split the fields into quarters deep. And then at cover six, you play cover two on one side, cover four on the other. So, you know, two plus four is six. Um, but I, I want to see more two, four, six in this game than cover one, cover three. And I think that we'll be able to. Usually the reason why you don't want to play cover two, four, cover two, cover four, cover six is because it takes a man out of the box and that can leave you at a disadvantage against the run game. Now, the Cowboys have a solid run game, but again, they don't have an elite run game. They do have a good run game. But Ezekiel Elliott, I, I've never really been a big Zeke fan. I thought he was overdrafted and overpaid. Um, don't get me wrong, I have no problem with making your money. I just I think it's dumb to spend that kind of draft capital and that much cap space on a running back. I personally think that Tony Pollard is better. Their other running back, he's more explosive. Um, so if we're able to stop the run with, you know, our, our front seven, then I think that we should be able to play cover two, cover four, cover six, which is going to help against the pass. Those are typically pass coverage defenses. Whereas a single high is usually more of a, uh, a run coverage defense. So, and you know what? Our defense is incredibly good against the run. I don't know the exact ranking, but I think we ended up ranked second in rush defense in the NFL. And I think the the key matchup that we're going to want to watch, obviously along the defensive line, we all want to see Nick Bosa versus, um, you know, their tackles. So they've got, you know, Smith and Collins at left tackle and right tackle. Uh, Zach Martin, their right guard, he's extremely good. Their center, I think, is their weak spot. And similar to the Rams last week, again, this this team is so similar to the Rams. Similar to the Rams last week, um, last week our interior defensive linemen, whether that was DJ Jones or Eric Armstead, they were destroying the center. And I think that that's the matchup that we're going to want to watch this week is who is lining up against the center. I think his name is uh, B. Audits. So, you know, he is he is probably the weak point on their offensive line. So, yeah, if we can if we can disrupt the interior of that defensive line, stop the run make them one-dimensional, and then force them to pass, then we just got to hope that our pass rush can tee off on Dak Prescott. So we don't necessarily want to blitz Dak Prescott a lot. He's been very good against the blitz this year. I do think that some timed, some creative timed blitzes would be a good idea. Just so you can create some of that really quick pressure like we did last week. 
Um, but I don't think that you want to, I don't think that you want to go too much in terms of blitzing Dak Prescott. Because again, Dak Prescott, he's been good against the blitz. He's been good just overall. And when you've got two really explosive pass rushers, you get two really, sorry, pass catchers, you've, uh, you, you really gotta, you gotta be careful in terms of what you're playing like that. So again, defense, if we can make them one dimensional by stopping the run with our fronts. And again, if we get Aziz back, this is going to be huge because they don't have a particularly good blocking tight end. Their tight end Schultz, he's a good pass catcher, um, but they don't have a particularly good blocking tight end. So if we can stop the run using our D-line and our linebackers, force them into the pass game, tee off with our pass rush, get some hits on Dak. If we can hit Dak, you know, 10 plus times this game, uh, get three, four, five sacks, I think that'd be huge. Uh, get them in some tackles for loss. We need to be better on third down. I know that our third down defense has been pretty suspect all year, so we need to be better at that. But I think that's ultimately going to be the way that we win this game. We have to make them one-dimensional on offense, tee off with our pass rush. we got to really just, you know, swarm Dak, hit him. And then on offense, run the ball through their faces and then use motions, creating mismatches and play action in order to get those short, quick passes over the middle when we need to have them. And other than that, just run the ball, just run the ball directly through them, demoralize them, out physical them, just punish them. Because again, this is a team that versus non-playoff teams, they were nine and one versus playoff teams, three and four. And two of those were the Eagles who are seventh seed. So you could say any other year, they were one and four against playoff teams during the regular season. And again, like this is a very, very good team. But I do think that we have the matchup, the coaching, just the style of football that we play, the personnel that we have. I think that we can win. What we don't want to do is get into a shootout with this team. That's that's not what we want to do. Because if we get into it where we're, again, if we're down early and then we have to rely on Jimmy to throw the ball, turnover is going to happen. This team leads the NFL in turnovers. We cannot allow that to happen. Yeah, so... Um, I think that's pretty much everything. So, yeah, again, uh, also something that's pretty cool is uh, this week was the 40-year anniversary of The Catch. Yes, The Catch. I think technically it was Sunday with the Rams game, but, you know, figure this week, The Catch, um, you know, 40 years ago this week. Joe Montana, Dwight Clark, the catch, first Super Bowl win for the Niners dynasty, you know, that season. So it's going to be a good game. I am very excited. I, uh, 
can't wait to watch it. This is going to be a fun weekend. I really hope that you just, you really enjoyed the fact that we're in the playoffs. Um, you know, you embraced it. I, uh, I just felt so good being able to laugh at all the Seahawks fans, uh, cause I live around here and seeing the people with their Seahawks stuff and just, ah, it's, it's good. It feels good to be in the playoffs. So let's, uh, let's hope we get a, a win on Sunday. I hope that, uh, I hope that you'll be screaming as hard as you can at the TV. If you're at the game, please be as loud as possible. Um, I don't, I don't think we're quite going to have as much of a takeover at the Cowboys stadium as we did at the Rams, um, especially because it's a playoff game. Typically playoff games, there's a, Usually the home crowd sells because, uh, you know, the, the Cowboys knew they were going to be hosting a playoff game. So Cowboys fans, I'm sure, had already bought up most of the tickets. So I doubt it's going to be mostly Cowboys. But hey, if you are at the game, be loud. Wear the red. They're going with the all white theme. We're going out there with our home reds. And uh, it's going to be a good looking matchup on TV, too. Like just the uniforms. It's going to be good. And uh, Tony Romo is going to be commenting. Obviously, he's going to be, you know, biased towards the Cowboys. But I will say Tony Romo is a great commentator for the NFL. I think that he's one of the better, um, you know, commentators for the games. So it's it's going to be a good game. And we're in the playoffs, man. Like, get excited. This is This is a good time. And... It's fun. It is fun. So with that being said, I'm going to head off. Uh, it is my girl's birthday today, so I got to spend some time with her. And then we're going to watch some playoffs. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a good time. It's going to be a good time. So I will catch you later. Till then, like, comment, subscribe, share, follow me on Twitter, all that good stuff. Uh, I will catch you next time. And of course, go Niners. <laughs> <laughs>